0: Have you ever felt the zeal of God, the Holy Spirit within you that is vibrating in you, that you are so on high, that your energy is so off the charts, that you know it's not you, it's totally God within you? That is what happened to me yesterday. Y'all know I came home from Austin. I was up at o dark 30. I was pretty tired. I ended up getting home, rushing around, trying to get to mass, which I did make. And I decided I was going to stay after an adoration and pray because I did not pray the day before. What do I mean pray? I just wanted to sit with him for an hour. I didn't pray a rosary. I didn't read a book. I didn't listen to anything, by the way, I have done that, brought my earbuds in there and have listened to things in adoration. But now my adoration time is just looking and gazing at God and just saying, I love you. I love you. Protect me. I trust you. I trust you. Protect me. I love you. I love you. That kind of thing, right? Which is amazing. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go into, (laughs) I'm going to go into adoration And I'm pretty sure I'm going to nod off. How many of you, you know, it's so peaceful in there. How many of you have gone in there and all of a sudden you find your head bobbing (laughs) because you're dozing off in prayer because it is so peaceful. Surprisingly, even when I closed my eyes, I did not doze off, but I did kind of go into this place that might as well have been almost borderline sleeping. And then I would just open up my eyes and there Jesus would be. I'm in the back of the Adoration Chapel. And then I shared that I prostrated myself in front of him. This was on my YouTube video yesterday when I was walking. And I'm telling you, prostrating yourself, which is basically laying on your stomach, throwing your arms out like you are in the shape of a cross. You put your head on the floor. My forehead was on the tile this time. It wasn't carpet. And then tears just start coming and I blubber like a baby in the presence of Jesus. It's so humiliating or humbling, maybe not humiliating, it's more humbling. Because I am that close to Jesus and I am doing this humble act with other people in the Adoration Chapel with me. I don't really care what they think about me. (laughs) I just want to adore Jesus. And then I walked out of there with zeal in my soul. What is zeal? Zeal is like, I cannot wait to see people. I cannot wait to smile at people. I cannot just sit. I have to move. I had so much energy. I got home. I'm like, okay, let's go for a walk. Technically, as far as my workout was supposed to be concerned, you know, I was supposed to lift yesterday but i knew that i needed to pray my rosary that i had yet to pray and i thought what a beautiful way to do that walking but i came to you in a video first on youtube and i prayed for every single one of you and your intentions during this lenten season but i have to say that i could not wait to see people on the walk as i'm walking i'm talking to kids i'm talking to you know parents that are on the side it was a beautiful day out, almost 60 degrees, so yeah, when the kids got home from school, they were all outside, parents were out, and I was like, have a blessed day, blah, 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 I mean, I'm smiling all over the place, I was busting out of my skin with joy, and you may be like, joy, you know, happiness, no, it wasn't happiness, it was God's joy in me. I was truly grateful for everything that he has done in my life through all of your prayers. He has no choice (laughs) through your prayers. God has no choice but to pour grace into my heart. My heart is not filled with sorrow. Everyone, I cannot explain it. I wish I could. I just am so grateful. So yeah, when I do ball and I ball quite a bit, It's not because I'm sorrowful. It's not because I'm in despair. It's not because I'm fearful. It's not because I'm filled with anxiety and wondering what's going to happen next. Overwhelming thoughts and feelings. It's none of that. It's of peace and gratitude for what he is doing in my life. Healing me. Not just my heart with my husband and my dad, but healing me with my actions and my thoughts and my words and my deeds. And I am trying to live a thousand percent of my day with him. I, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I will say this. I believe that God totally set me up for this. If God wasn't in my life and my husband passed, there is no way I would be handling it like this. I'm not sure God's grace would have been poured out in me like this. I came home yesterday. I went into my mailbox. I pulled out another five, six, seven masses said for my husband. Perpetual masses. Big deal masses. Not just, hi, I had one mass for you, which is great. I'm not, you know... I'm not at all every mass is a gift but these bigger masses these continuous perpetual prayers and novenas and first saturdays first fridays first i mean just incredible and i believe god set me up for this so that i could also share it with you And that your prayers and me understanding prayer now, this has been a very, very good spiritual lesson for me, praying for other people, praying for those souls in purgatory. What a difference it makes. So I will tell you what Father James said when I was out speaking in Austin. He just reflected on my story. He heard me speak both times. And he said, the beautiful thing of what God is doing in Kendra's life, I was very self-centered. I was turned in. This is before God found me. It was all about me. And then God grabbed my heart, and I started loving differently, and I started to develop a prayer life and a relationship with him. And then my self-centered Prayer life turned outward. So it's others centered. Do you remember when I said joy? Jesus, others than you. I believe that was the joy I had in me yesterday. Because I am thinking and praying for others in this time. It should be all about me. I should have this self-pity and this woe is me kind of thing. Maybe I should. I don't know, but I don't. I think it's normal if people think, yeah, you should withdraw. You should, you know, take this time and, and mourn and grieve. And I am, I'm, you know, there's no doubt that I'm processing this. Maybe I'm still in that la la land shock thing, but I don't think so. I've been living in this house. You know, I came home yesterday. It is eerily quiet. There's no doubt that coming into the house sometimes is difficult, very difficult. But then I just turn to Jesus and God and Mary. I flip my head straight up to, to heaven and I say, Hi, honey. You know, I know you're not here, but you're here with me in my heart. And you're in the best place ever. You are saved. And for that, I take joy. And I ask God to fill me with it. So this is the walk. God can help you suffer with joy. Whatever it is that you're doing this Lent, ask to suffer with joy. I had a wonderful time speaking with people at Legatus. It didn't even occur to me to feel like I was missing out on something with wine or any other drink. Just didn't even occur to me. And that again is the grace. And that is suffering with joy. Now, some of you may be in the, (laughs) in a situation where you absolutely are having a difficult time staying away from whatever it is that you're trying to stay away from or bringing in virtue and prayer and all that kind of stuff. So I know that a lot of you struggle right now and that's where God comes into play. So I just ask you to ask God to help you suffer with joy, to give you those true reasons. Remember We're children of God. He's calling us to be different. He's calling us to be a witness to his love, to his way. And if we look at that sin or if we look at that behavior that isn't a virtuous one, like, in other words, you're not praying, you're staying in bed, you're not trying to build a relationship with God, we got to look at the main reasons. What are our whys? we're a child of God. We live for that audience of one. We want to be different. Then let's look at the thing that we're trying to change. If it's sin and it's kicking something out of your life, look at the stupidity of that sin. Why do you want to drink? Think about the times that you have a hangover. Think about the things that you say and do that you would not do or say if you didn't Have something altering your rational mind, your frontal lobe where all your decisions are made. Maybe it's gluttony and you're addicted to food and you're trying to stop being addicted to food. Remember what it does to you. It weighs you down. It keeps you really feeling like there's no energy in your life. You're probably lazy. You're probably not working out and you succumb to sugar and addictions and all of that, when you're done eating, you feel horrible. I mean, you you go through this guilt and this shame. And that's, again, why we need God's help for temperance. We have to pay attention, grab that thought, grab that urge, and cast it out in the name of Jesus. Do not stop fighting. And know that God wants to have you suffer with joy. This whole Lenten season is not supposed to be us whining and complaining and moaning and groaning about the change that we're trying to have be permanent in our life. On the other hand, we should be excited and run to Jesus and be excited about what he's going to do today and how we can be a witness to those around us. We can all have joy if we think about Jesus and others and then ourselves, right? Even though it's you. <laughs> joy doesn't end with an J O <laughs> O. But yeah, you. You're last. And there's a beautiful walk when that happens. And I'm grateful for that because The other people in my life are the ones that have propped me up, have lifted me up, have pretty much stormed heaven where (laughs) Jesus and Mary have no choice but to pour down grace into my heart. And do you know what a lesson that is for me? What scales got pulled off of my eyes and how much bigger my heart is? For all of you and all of the people who are lost and who are indifferent to Mary. I mean, all the people in purgatory. Ah, it's just amazing. So let's pray right now for God to come into your heart. With trust, with confidence. And we can receive God's wisdom, which will change Our thoughts our words our deeds let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen Lord in this Lenten season we ask that you give us joy in our suffering where we are excited to sacrifice for you look at what you did for us that horrific passion All of that blood that you shed all of that pain really when we look at ourselves and our small sacrifices how in the world can we complain moan and groan about these changes in our lives when you did what you did for us for the love of us so we ask you Lord to come into our hearts and show us the truth about this stuff in our lives how it hurts us how it keeps us from you how it blocks this total joy in our hearts because we turn inward into ourselves instead of turning outward to pray and love for others and also to give our lives to you and watch your miracles and your grace pour into our hearts and our lives. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Walk with us through this day, leading us to Jesus' sacred heart. Where there. We will find strength and power and able to cast out any of these evil spirits that are pushing us in the wrong direction, that are lying to us as we're going through this Lent, who are making us think that we need these things in our lives, or that we don't need prayer or God. Lord, in the spirit of praying for others, we are going to take a moment and identify by name All of those souls that have gone before us so that we can pray that you lift them up into heaven. Their sole desire in purgatory is to be with you. It's the biggest pain to know that they're saved, but then yet not with you. Oh, Sorry, everyone. I have a radio program on Iowa Catholic Radio. That was my alarm. Sorry, God. Okay, here we go. Let's list all of those names in purgatory. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord. Is with you blessed are you among women Mary and blessed is the fruit of your womb Jesus oh boy sorry everyone I guess I missed my time for being on the radio (laughs) so they called while I was in the midst of the prayer I think we were about ready to pray Hail Mary for all of the souls that we just listed to God that are in purgatory all of them whether they're catholic or not hail mary full of grace the lord is with you blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb (laughs) jesus holy mary mother of god pray for me a sinner now and at the hour of my death amen in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen okay that was my second alarm because I thought my call was actually at 7.45, not 7.15. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Deacon Tony, for giving you a heart attack. Because <laughs> he's always worried. Is she going to pick up? Ah, oh, God is so good. And if we keep seeking his goodness in everything, he's going to show it to us. All everyone. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.